This is episode 84 on What to Do When You Feel Stuck with special guests Dodie Osteen and Lisa Osteen Comas. Welcome to Better. I'm April Simons, and you're listening to the podcast that is all about being better in every aspect of your life. Every week, you'll be inspired to live to your fullest potential. If you want to think better, live better, have a better outlook on life, and be better today than you were yesterday, then keep listening. This podcast is just for you. I want to take this next few moments and talk to y'all about being stuck and what advice or what can we share to these people watching and to us ourselves about being stuck? Lisa, what, what would, what could you say about it? Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that right now, especially people who cannot work. You know, I'm sort of used to working out of my home, but even in the last month, I've been feeling sort of real star crazy. Like I want to get out and, and uh, I just don't like being in so much. And so, you know, I, I really get it. And I've just had to be real intentional about, you know, uh, just to do whatever I need to do. And, and that is sometimes just getting out and taking a walk in this hot heat. It's so hot so and used to now. And so Humid. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to do it just any time. You got to wait till I, I take a walk at eight in the evening. It's so hot here and still it's like 90 degrees. But, uh, you, you know, just doing that and uh, making sure, you know, uh, I'm with the family and we do something fun. You know, I have to laugh every day. Sometimes if we don't have anything to do at night, I just say, let's watch a funny show, a funny movie or sitcom because you know, laughter just makes such a difference. And because everything is so serious today and yeah. if you turn on the news and watch it all the time, you're going to get really discouraged. And I found mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, you'll go up, you'll be up one day with good news down the next day and you never know, and you're on this roller coaster. And so I just sort of get take in what I need to know and just know that God is our refuge and strength. And no matter what we're going through, we're just going to be like this. We're going to go through it because he always promised to rescue us. And even in the midst of famine, the Bible says that we will have plenty. And that just tells mm-hmm. us that God is going to take care of us no matter what we're going through. We are his people, the sheep of his mm-hmm. pasture. We are the church of the living God. And you know what? We are the most powerful force on this earth right now. Yeah. And we got to just stand up and be the church and realize that our trust is in God and not in man. And he's going to take care of us. And so anyway, that's, that's what I would say for now. You know, you said something earlier when we were talking about when, when those thoughts come in your mind of being stuck, why don't you talk about that again? That's right. Uh, Yeah. You can go down that road of negativity and think, Mm -hmm. well, they're saying this may be around for a while, a few more months. We may not be able to, do things. I mean, my daughter and her fiance, they're getting married in November and they're concerned about that. And, and just, just all the things that could happen. Mm -hmm. I just have to stop and say, you know, I'm not going to go down that road. God Mm -hmm. is a God of hope. God is a God who takes care of his people. And uh, the Bible says to expect the goodness of God. And mm-hmm. so I just have to turn that around in my mind and say, hey, I'm expecting the goodness of God. I'm expecting the favor of God. You know, yeah. no matter what we're going through, I'm not going to, to give in to this hopelessness or this negativity that the world is portraying because mm-hmm. we are God's people and we live on a different plane. Yeah. 
he can help us supernaturally, no matter what we're going through, even if we're in the pandemic Mm -hmm. and he will give us joy right now and he will give us peace right now. And he will help us when we feel depressed and when we feel stir crazy and want to get out, he's going to help us at our point of need. And be grateful for what you have right now. That's That's right. right. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Well, Lisa, I'm going to keep it at you for one more minute. What would you say to somebody that is just being consumed by those thoughts? You know, they don't know how they're going to maybe even pay their bills. Their job is not, they're not getting to their job as often as they'd like to. I know people here, they're, they, they're living paycheck to paycheck and not knowing how they're going to make it. What, how do you combat those thoughts of, I'm not going to be able to feed my family. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. What would you say to them? Yeah, I I just, my heart goes out to you because, uh, you know, I'm not in that place and I can't feel what you're feeling, but God does. And he knows what Mm -hmm. you're going through and we can pray for you. We can hold you up. And and so it it all goes back to God as your source Mm -hmm. and you have to look to him, even though you don't see good right now. You have to just keep looking to God. And, and I think just voicing your faith and your trust in God. God, mm-hmm. I don't see things working out, but I expect them to. Amen. You're yeah. my source. I have mm-hmm. got your favor. I'm going to get, I may have lost a job, but I'm going to get a better job. And I'm yeah. not going to complain during this time. I'm going to praise you during this time because mm-hmm. I don't praise you based on what I have and what I don't have. I praise you because you are worthy to be praised and, yeah. and you're worthy to be thanked and, and, and all the glory belongs to you. And I think you just have to continue in that, uh, mm-hmm. that path of faith. And uh, that's, that's what the Christian life is, is all about. And you said it so well, you know, think about what you do have. That's right. Yeah. You may not have a job right now, but you do have a family and you do have mm-hmm. breath in your lungs. And, and uh, you know, I just, maybe we can pray at the end for people going. Yeah, because definitely. I believe I've heard from several people who were at the end of their rope financially and God has come through for them. Mm-hmm. So I know that he can move on their behalf. Right. Now, like what you said about the thoughts, you can't expect a positive life and have negative thoughts. Yeah, that is true. You go where your mind is, is leading you. So keep your thoughts positive. And we'll talk about that in a, in yeah, a minute. You know what? Okay. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I, w- I just got out of the uh, taping for the, the Wednesday service. And when I was praying for the people, I just felt like the Lord uh, brought something out of my spirit. And so I'm mm-hmm. just going to say it to the viewers yeah. right now that don't worry about that situation that you're going through, about the interview that you're going to have, about, about the problems concerning your business, because God is going to go before you and yeah. he's going to make the crooked places straight and the rough places smooth. He's going to have his angels lead you, and he's going to give you uh, unprecedented favor. And so that was just mm-hmm. the word. Don't worry and fret over it. He's going before you. Just keep following him. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. <laughs> Mama, what about you? I'm 86 and a half and hadn't slowed down one bit? Two months. More than a half. Two months. Oh, yeah. Whatever that is. I don't. I wasn't good in math. <laughs> almost 90 no I'm just kidding well three years <laughs> listen I'm just thankful to be alive and healthy and for all I've got my good children and everything 
But I just keep thinking, be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. God is going to take care of his little children. Mm -hmm. and, and we're all little children in his eyes. I sometimes say, Jesus, I'm your little girl. Take care of me, Jesus. I, I'm his little girl. Like I was just a little three-year-old running around. And you know, <laughs> he hears me of that. And he likes what I say to him. He likes mm -hmm. what I say to him. It doesn't have to be a big formal prayer. He likes what you say to him. But yeah. I'm thinking about the people. I was driving, I pray around the loop, 610, once a month. I just drive in the car and pray. And I pray, I've been praying for the COVID. I pray in, in tongues and it's Holy Spirit. And I don't know what I'm saying, but but God does, Jesus does. Mm -hmm. And I'm praying for whatever needs is. And I asked God the other day when I was praying a couple of months ago, I said, just bless everybody that has the COVID-19. And this not only Houston, but two or three thousand miles away. And I was just praying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, but God did. And then the thought came to me that some of them don't have air conditioning. Some of them mm -hmm. are elderly. They can't afford it. It is hot in Houston. The whole time I drove around the city, it said 97 degrees. The whole time. That was about 435. Yeah. 97. That's pretty hot. And I was in a mm -hmm. air conditioned car. And I thought they don't have air conditioning. Some of them don't even have fans. Some of them have mm -hmm. to their windows open. And of course, that's not safe any place anymore. But, and, and Houston's been really hit hard with the COVID. And, and a lot of it we brought on ourselves, I'm sure, because we haven't done what they've asked us to do. But if you're asked <laughs> to wear a mask, that's the least thing you can do. I mean, I'm <laughs> let me give a little lecture. <laughs> when I was just a year and a half old, I had polio. If I could have worn a mask, April, to keep myself from having polio, I would have worn four or five of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. If people can keep from themselves from getting it and from spreading it to others, then wear a mask. What is that? That's a simple little thing. Don't complain about it. Do what's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. away from other people. But anyway, that you feel stuck, and I do. I don't have anything to do. I mean, y'all have you have children at home. She does too. She has two dogs. You have a dog and two cats. And I don't have any of that. <laughs> and, and believe me, don't give me one for my birthday. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, um, and I feel like that sometimes. I go to a restaurant and eat in the back with a mask. They put me in a separate place and because uh, I didn't think it was safe at first. And they said, Miss Doty, you're like family to us. I eat there every day. And I go back in the back and sit there, wear a mask all going down the line and everything. But anyway, sometimes I feel like that. I just feel like, man, all I do is sleep and, and go to a restaurant. And I don't do anything in the house much anymore because really with one person there, there's not all that much to do. But just do what you can do. And then I thought about some of these little children that are five and six years old. They're out making lemonade and selling it on the streets to help people. Some people yeah. are going and, and doing things, making masks. Do things mm -hmm. that you can do to help people. If you can't do anything but call somebody on the phone and say, let me pray for you today. I think I, I just feel like I need to pray for you. Just do what you can to help mm -hmm. others. And uh, I, I sleep late. None of you like to sleep late. You do, don't you? Lisa? Right. Yeah, I do and I sleep late. And, and then I'm kind of in a routine now that I do what I want to do, you know. And, and <laughs> well, you, you've earned it. Yeah. One thing I, I like what you said, Mama, and, and we're talking about being stuck, but, you know, you're kind of stuck in your house. You don't. Not really. You can go out, but church isn't going on. And but you just said, I don't know if you if you caught it, but you said it that you drive around. 
and you pray over the city. People may not know what 610 is. It's a huge highway that goes around the city. So she's 86, and she, instead of sitting in her home sometimes, she goes around and prays for the city. And then what we talked about earlier, and I think this is so important, you know, during this time, we have to adjust. Um, we can't sit back and just kind of fall into oblivion. We have to adjust to what's happening. And you're going to have a virtual healing service, right? Yes, I am. They talked to me about it the other day. I've had one April for, we've been at the church 15 years. When we got into it, it probably took several months to get it started. But I've had one since we've been there in this building, 15 months, over, 15, 15 years. years. Over at the other, the old location, I had one every Tuesday, every second Tuesday. And then we had a big lunch for all the people that helped me. And you know, this is interesting. Dr. Parsons, and he's wonderful. He moved to Denver. He prescribed to two patients. He was head of tear, the spine doctor at tear, the surgeon. And he's prescribed, April, you probably didn't know this, to two patients. Your prescription is to go to Miss Doty's healing service. Oh, yeah. Two of them, <laughs> different patients in wheelchairs. Now, you think that doesn't touch me? I have missed it. I cried the first March, I guess, or April. We couldn't go. We haven't been in the church in four months. I haven't had a healing service in four months. And they knew I was concerned about it, although I haven't told anybody. But I told Jesus, and he knew I wasn't. So they, <laughs> John Bowman called me the other day, and he said, Miss Doty Paul, and I think that you need to have a healing service. Oh, yeah. So you're going to do it online? I'm going to do it online. So That's good. We'll have to give people a heads up. I know y'all will at Lakewood, but. You know, well, they need to teach me how to do it. Give me a heads up. It's just like doing this. I know. It is. But we have so many call in. It would take forever. We just got to mm -hmm. figure out something. But anyway, I miss that. I miss church. You know, that was my mm -hmm. mind. That's all I did. I, I, can, I remember several months ago. It was in March, I think, just before the church closed. And I don't want to take too much time. But I was getting something out of the car, and because I don't have, I do have good footing, but that day I tripped on the rug by the back door, the little mat, and I fell really hard on this elbow and this hip, the hip, you know, that I had had surgery on 18 years ago. That's another story. I'll tell you about that sometime. But anyway, then I was so, I, I was stunned. I had hit so hard, and I split my elbow open. And I thought, well, will I be able to go to church? I hit my head on the garage door. You know what I did? I got up. I picked up my things and went in the house and kind of stretched and saw that nothing was broken. And as many times as I've fallen, April, which is a few times in 80-something years, I have never broken a bone. And, and, yeah. I, and Jesus has promised me that I'll never break a bone. But anyway, mm -hmm. what I was going to tell you, I got up. I went in, took my groceries and all. I went to church that night and nobody even knew I fell. So that's how God takes care of his little girl. Yeah. That's how God will take care of your children. That's mm. how God will take care of all of us. And so yeah. I want to encourage you that he will take care of you during the pandemic yeah. or anytime. But don't wait till the pandemic to ask it. Ask mm. him if you're going well. When your son isn't on drugs or something, ask him before and then let him work. And, and Jesus yeah. will always work. He'll always take care always yeah that's good well like lisa said when we were talking earlier that we try to get you taken care of but you like to be misindependent don't you i do <laughs> I <wanna laughs> and i appreciate y'all letting me do that yeah because you're strong i'm strong i'm so strong. <laughs> well that's great i just think it's important too i think what y'all said is great and Part of all of this is, is I'll just repeat it. We got to adjust to what, you know, what's happening 
And it doesn't mean God's not working, even though the world is doing crazy things. And God can still use you. God can right. still, you know, promote you to the next level. And I think sometimes just like Mama is 86, a great example. We just kind of have to pivot and find out, God, what can you do with me right here? Right now where I am, this pandemic is no surprise to you. You still want me to flourish in every area of my life. And and I would just encourage, you know, the 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 hardest thing to do is to get started. You know, you may, um, you may not like where you are. You've got to make that decision in your mind and your thoughts and in your heart. You know what? I'm going to do things different. So I have a happier life. So I have a happier today, happier tomorrow. And, and, you know, I know some people are fighting depression right now and, and I would just encourage you, we don't take that lightly and we're going to pray for you here in a minute. But, you know, if you want something to change, then change something every day. And, you don't have to do something big, do something simple, like opening up the curtains. So every single day, you know what, I'm going to have a better day today. Today, I'm going to open up the curtains. You may have been in the dark all this time. Begin by opening the curtains. If you want a healthier lifestyle, begin not by running a marathon, but walking 10 minutes a day. You know that, get some vitamin D outside, vitamin C or whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but And, you know, if you if you want to, to get healthier, and I'm just being practical now, healthier in your body, you know, you don't have to go clean out your whole pantry. You know, start by throwing out the Twinkies. Small tweaks lead, lead to big peaks. So we're talking about getting unstuck. What can I do every single day to get unstuck? It's not about seeing the whole staircase. It's about taking one step at a time. And you can do it. Even in a, a, a state of uncertainty, God is with you, for you, around you. He's hovering over you. you. He's your foundation. And as they said, he's never going to leave you alone. And this all is no surprise to him. So I would encourage you to do what God has placed on the inside of you right now, right where you are. If you want to write a book, start every day by writing a paragraph. You know, if it's what do you want to do? And then realize there's no limits. If you have God on the inside of you, you have the greater one on the inside of you. And, you know, we're here just to, to cheer us all on to victory. We're, we experience the same things that everybody else does. And there's no perfect families. There's no perfect people. And uh, we all had to fight this thing through. We just can't let the chaos that's going on around us override the calm that we need on the inside of us. So stay in peace. And, um, I want, um, you know, maybe all of us can pray. Lisa, will you start by praying for the people that we talked about? And then mama, maybe you can pray for healing and then I'll just close it up. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up all those who are viewing. Father, we thank you that even though they may feel stuck, that you are moving in their lives. You are moving the mountains in their life. Maybe it's a mountain of addiction or marital problems or sickness or disease lost father we thank you that you're moving mountains today and and you're bringing breakthroughs in their lives and father we take authority over this spirit of of depression and oppression and heaviness that's trying to hang over them and father we free them in the name of jesus and father i pray that they would just right now uh uh, a sense of difference in them and take that step father they won't wait for the feeling that they'll take a step of faith and and start opening the curtains or are walking or listening to the word of God or yes. call somebody 
Whatever it is, Father, I thank you that today is their shift time and they're going to start doing something different and you're lifting that oppression off of them. I pray that you'd give them wisdom, that you would guide them, Father. I pray that you would turn this situation around, Father, for good and that you will move in their life and they will see something great come out of this time during this pandemic, come out of the trial that they are in, Father, that you will turn it around for good. And one day they're going to look back and they're going to say, God did a work in my life. Yes. He did a, he brought restoration and he, and I recovered all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we bless them. Amen. Father, I pray for those that are sick, Lord Jesus, that are fighting battles during this time. And Jesus, they think that maybe they can't make it. But Jesus, I want you to give them hope. You are hope, Lord Jesus. So I pray, Father, that hope will come into their hearts, Lord Jesus that you love them with an everlasting love and you want your children to be well. So I pray that hope will come into their hearts, Father. Lord Jesus, they may very well not know this, but this pandemic stopped them from having a heart attack maybe or something because they are eating less. I hope, Jesus, they're eating less and that things uh, will happen in their lives while they're at home, that they will take care of their bodies and that they will be healthy and well, Father, and they will know that you are a God who does miracles and who keeps promises. So whatever's wrong with them, Father, I pray if it's their heart, if it's diabetes, if it's cancer, whatever it is, Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, you will touch them and heal them. I speak to their bodies. I command them to line up with the word of God that says by the stripes of Jesus, they're healed. I rebuke the spirit of cancer, of heart disease, of diabetes, and I command it to go from them. And I pray that hope will come into their hearts and faith and the word of God will rise up in their hearts and they will know, Father, that by the grace of Jesus, they are healed. Now, Father, I pray that you'll bless them, Father, and help them that they will have hope in this time. And during this time, if they're out of work, that they will take care of their bodies, Father, and that they will see an improvement and you will make some good come out of it. If they have the COVID, I pray that you'll touch them and heal them of that, Father. And I pray that people will get home from the hospitals and that it will stop in Jesus' name and they will see what you've done in their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we just believe and uh, pray that those that have those dreams on the inside of you, that they won't shrink back, but they'll go for it. They'll take that step. They'll put feet to your faith and you'll just believe that God is with you this whole time. And Father, we just thank you for blessing all those that are watching today. We thank you for taking care of their every need, meeting the secret desires of their heart, Lord God. And we thank you that today and every day will be our best day ever because you are with us in Jesus' name.